Do you believe God cares about your daily needs? How would you answer that question? What would your prayers, how would they answer that question? I remember about eight years ago, I was pregnant with our first baby. I had just started Matt Lee from a part-time position in our church. And my husband, Brennan, was in full-time school. Read we didn't have a lot of money. (laughs) We managed an apartment building on the side, which covered our rent costs. And we used the envelope system, like real envelopes with real cash to do our best to be good stewards with the money we were making. Things were pretty tight, but we had what we needed. And we even went out for treats every now and then. We lived right by a frozen yogurt place and we did frequent it. But our new little baby was coming and cribs cost money. A few months before our little babe was expected to arrive, I broached the subject of cloth diapers with Brennan. It would be a cost at the beginning, but it would ultimately save us money and be good for the environment. Win-win. We decided we would give it a try, but the cost of the diapers at the front end, it seemed overwhelming. Ping! Just after our conversation, I got a notification of a Facebook message. It was a friend I hadn't heard from in a long time but she didn't need their cloth diapers anymore and I had come to mind. Would I be interested in them? Oh yeah, and she wanted to give them to us for free. A few weeks later, we began to talk and plan and budget for other necessities like a crib, a stroller, a car seat, you know. Even if we bought used, we knew we needed some sort of a plan. Ping, just after our conversation again, I get a text from a friend who was looking for someone to pass along, you guessed it, a crib, a stroller, and a car seat too. Oh yeah, and she wanted to give them to us for free. This continued right until the delivery of our little Jude. Generous gifts from family and friends ensured that we didn't have need of anything when he arrived. We really experienced the reality of Jesus being present with us, knowing our needs, and providing them in very specific ways. I think of this season often when I start to feel worried about our practical needs, but I won't lie. I also shy away from telling this story because God providing for our daily physical needs feels kind of tricky to me. God provided for us then, but why are there families experiencing poverty in my city right now? Why doesn't he provide for them? Why are there parents who have to choose between healthy food for their kids and their rent? But yet in God's word, we do read. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? you have little faith. So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. 
but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This is from Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 34, just a few verses after the Lord's Prayer. So does God care about your physical needs? Hi, I'm Melanie Salty, and this is the Only One Thing podcast, a space to encounter God through the Bible. Right now, we're walking through a series on the Lord's Prayer, and as we do, my prayer is that we're learning who God is, why we can trust Him in prayer, and why we pray anyway. I'm so glad you're here. Does God care about your physical needs? Yes, I really do think so. Jesus tells us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Daily bread is not symbolic for something super obscure. Give us this day our daily bread is referring to our daily need for sustenance in a real, practical way. When Jesus teaches us to pray in this way, we are invited to bring our daily needs to God, the Good Father. This might actually be the one phrase that we're most used to saying in prayer, God, I really need this. And that's good. Like I said, we're invited to bring our needs to God in prayer. But let's notice the order of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, we speak out the name of God. We acknowledge his goodness as it reigns above all. Hallowed be your name. You are the Holy One, the one unlike any other, the one who created all things and who has been forever, the one perfectly pure. Your kingdom come. I declare that it is your kingdom I desire above all else. I invite your reign in my life, in the places I inhabit, in the world. Your will be done. I submit myself to your ways, the ways that are higher than my ways, the ways that mirror the very reality of heaven, the very beauty of heaven where there is no death, only life. Your will be done. I surrender myself to you. Now, after all of this, I present my requests to you. Here is what I need, framed by the reality of submitting myself to your goodness. By the time I get to this part of the prayer, having remembered the character of God and his kingdom, having submitted myself to his ways, some of my needs have definitely become reprioritized as God renews my mind and transforms my desires. In the context of the rest of the Lord's Prayer, my needs are are definitely given a place at the table. They're just not the only place at the table. But some needs are just real practical needs. So is it okay for me to bring these to God? Am I selfish or self-focused asking for big or small things? Direction for a job, money for groceries, patience in my parenting, relief for my depression. Does God care 
I mean, he's the maker of the universe. Yes, he is. That's true. And yet, he has and is always extending himself towards us in relationship. It is a mystery, but holy God, the maker of the universe, cares about each hair on your head. Although he already knows all things, he invites you to tell him your needs, to petition him in prayer, to invite him into your needs. Will God provide everything you ask for? Well, no, maybe not. But he will always provide himself to you as you are vulnerable with him in prayer. And at the end of the day, isn't that our greatest need? The deep, aching, hungry hole in us crying out for the bread of life? Oh, and just a little note from the story I shared at the beginning, the one where God provided all these things for us as we waited for Jude to arrive. Every need we had was provided by God through people in our community. So it might also be good to ask as we wonder about God providing for our needs, how is God asking you to be obedient right now? Maybe your simple obedience of making a jar of soup for someone could be an experience of God's provision for them. Just a little sidebar to consider. Today, I want to read a few passages from the Bible that give us language and help us understand who God is and what we're invited to bring to him as we talk about petitioning God for our daily bread. As I read these passages, ask yourself and ask God, what am I invited to do? What do I learn of God in this? Or you could pray, God, what do I learn of you in this? What are you revealing of yourself in this? And is there a promise made in this passage? And if it is, what is the promise? What are we promised? All of these passages are being read from the New International Version. 1 Peter 5.7 Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Psalm 23 The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Matthew 7, 9-11 Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children... How much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. From Philippians 4, 6-7 Do not be anxious about anything, 
But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. From Romans 8.31 What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life Neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Thanks so much for joining me here today. You can find me on Instagram at melanie.e.salty or on my website at melaniesalty.com. I would love to connect with you.